welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hey there, Broads. Hello. How are you all doing today? Can we just tell the story that you just told? Because this is literally <laughs> all that I can get on get out okay. of my head. Okay, We're, we gotta we gotta intro. We gotta include our guest in on this. Quick. Okay, okay. We have a wonderful guest. We the one of the funniest. You know, I gotta tell you, it is Matt Bellasai. Everyone, welcome, welcome. Hi. I have to tell you, Matt. Um, we were on Matt's podcast, Unhappy Hour, uh, a a few months ago now, I guess. And I have now gone down the rabbit trail of Matt all of your old to be honest videos that I loved a few years mm-hmm. ago and then I recently just went down this full thing and I just want to thank you for the entertainment because it has brought me so much joy in it's all of my your <laughs> It's really just like mental illness that <laughs> has just been slowly unfolding over the course of the last 10 years but I'm glad It is broads if you have not checked out so Matt has an amazing podcast, uh, but also you probably have seen Matt. He got quite famous uh, via like BuzzFeed and YouTube mm-hmm. where uh, Matt would drink and then complain about everything, everything, everything under the sun. And it just Becca and I were talking about it the other day. We're like the complaints just it brings you together. It mm-hmm. really does. It really does yeah. bond. <laughs> it truly is nothing like a group of people out together. Nothing is going to unite everybody <laughs> better than picking something to absolutely destroy. <laughs> what do you guys exactly. think about like, I feel like I hear people a lot being like, oh, you know, that's like ultimately like toxic energy or like whatever. <laughs> what do you think about that? I want to hear your opinion, Matt. <laughs> I just saw uh, a tweet um, that was that was someone being like, Some people, like, I just, like, don't vibe with their, like, mental energy and, like, general spirit. And someone else was like, yeah, that's just called disliking someone. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Normalize normalize disliking people, right? (laughs) I mean. Sometimes we just don't like stuff. That's the, I mean, that's the thing. Honestly, at the end of the day, like. Talk about toxic negativity. What about that toxic positivity well, bullshit? I think, I think people argue <laughs> yeah. that like, I think people argue that like you can dislike things, but like, why do you need to dwell on it and talk about it? I think that that's the argument, you know, like, I mean, right. I know why I need to, because it, it brings me joy. It brings me life. It brings me together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, I mean, I have like rules, um, oh, unspoken, what are your rules? unwritten rules, Talk. but, uh, because, like, sometimes people will come up to me and, and like, launch into a rant where I'm like, okay, we need to take this down a notch. We're at a 10 right now. We need to be at, like, a 4. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's, like, A, don't be an asshole to anybody. That of is, course. like, the number one rule. Just don't be a dick. Like, don't rain on anybody's parade. Like, sometimes people's, like, complaining gets into a little bit of, like, you're kind of just like destroying this person's life. <laughs> yes. So be careful. Be be nice. Don't be an asshole. That's really the only rule. I feel like, and there is such a big difference between the friend that you have who complains all the time 
but there's no joy in the complaining. Yes. Yeah. That is, Don't be a Debbie yes. Downer. Yeah. The Debbie Downer, the constant Eeyore who it's like, there's always a problem with something. And you're like, that is not the energy that I want in my life. No. But I love, you know, when... I don't know. It's a, it personally, it's like when there's a situation that sucks or is annoying, I'd rather have someone talk about how they're annoyed in a fun, joking manner right. Right. that we can go back and forth about, you know, than either, yeah. either be like a downer about it or just be like, it's all good. Like everything's happy and we're fine. I'm like, but I don't like these things. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, you got to get it out. You got to get it out or it'll pent up inside of you and... It'll come out whether you want it or not. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I have to pivot back to okay, what yes. I just brought up because we we just talked about this before we started recording. Just told me inside the house before we came out to the studio. Then we told Matt. And I just have to tell it to our listeners because this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yes. yes. Just... You, can you just tell now both of you don't like the dentist so there's a common no. we there's a common Matt thread and I discovered connection. this connection that we have that we avoid yeah. the dentist my skull is absolutely rotting from the inside <laughs> out <laughs> the dentist was the one place I had to go to at like the height of the pandemic last year where oh. I was like I my mouth is throbbing. I need to get to yeah. a dentist. I don't want someone else's, like, a stranger's fingers in my mouth no. uh, this year of all years. But uh, I went, and yeah, they were like, you basically have a cavity in every tooth. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's exactly what happened to me, Matt. And that's unfortunately when I get to the dentist is when <laughs> the pain becomes too unbearable. Like, that's yeah. when I get there. And like, then it's really a miserable experience. Right. But, like, when it starts to hurt at first, <sighs> I'm like, I can deal with this. Like, and I'll I'll call the dentist, cut to, like, three months later. And I'm like, well, it's falling out of my <laughs> right. head at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, my dentist also like roasted me or, or I was like, okay, can you just like knock me out and take them like deal with it all at once? And he yes. was like, are you joking? <laughs> and I was like, like, no, no. I, that's like fully what I want you to do. And he was like, it's always the biggest guys who have like the weakest uh, attitudes about oh. like pulling teeth. And I was like, okay, you're dick. Like, excuse me? <laughs> I didn't he come here to get like red. Yeah. It's very upsetting. I always feel so, so much shame because I feel like the dentist judges me every time I'm like, I want like laugh. I want nitrous. I want laughing gas. Yeah. And by the way, Broad, so sorry. There's a little bit of uh, yard work going on right outside of the door that will be gone. I don't know if anyone can hear it. That will be gone in like five minutes. Um, but uh, yeah, no, my dentist always is just like when I say I'd like nitrous, he's just shading me for the fact that like I, I would like to not feel pain nor be aware. And I'm like, is this an unusual thing? Do you not often have people coming in here being like, I would like to not experience pain if at all possible? Yeah, I was like, I want to be fully unconscious <laughs> yeah. if you are extracting a bone from my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that is not like coming. It's not halfway out. It's in there. It is yes. deeply. There are roots that you are pulling out. <laughs> I don't want to be aware. Oh, I was awake and when I had teeth extracted and I watched the, the his knuckles be white from the pressure of trying yeah, to pull it out. That is... <laughs> That Isn't is that so nauseating. Yeah, okay, it's okay. so upsetting. Okay, okay. guys. First However, of all, <laughs> yeah, being put out 
could have uh, some bad, it could, it could bad have side some, effects. Okay, <laughs> have some backlash. You tell the story, and then I'm going to read the actual story. All right, Broads, interrupting this amazing tangential complaint fest with Matt. Uh, listen, it's a reality of life that the busier and more stressed out that we get, the less we prioritize our sex life because it seems that every freaking thing can disrupt it. Stress at work, hormonal changes, not enough sleep. It can become really difficult to keep things going in the bedroom, which really sucks if you're wanting that in your life. But you know what, Broads? First off, it's okay, and it's completely normal. And second, if you're wanting more sexy time in your life, Omax wants to help with their CBD-infused arousal oil, O-Shot. You are just minutes away from pleasure. Um, You guys already know I'm obsessed with Omax O-Shot. It's made with a blend of eight all-natural organic botanicals plus uh, broad-spectrum CBD. And all you have to do is apply a few pumps. You're going to instantly experience tingling and warming sensations, but not burning. Uh, you're going to get enhanced lubrication, which I think everyone could use. Increased sensitivity. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's my absolute favorite. It's a constant in my bedroom. I always make sure I have a bottle on hand. And the best part, because it's 100% natural, it's 100% edible. So do with that information what you will. I use O-Shot when I need just a little boost, and I love it. Seriously, I've got all my friends using it too. It works instantly and takes the stress out of the bedroom because, come on, the sex, the sexy times, they should be fun. We love O-Shot. Whether you're single or looking to spice up your relationship with more satisfying sex, everyone can benefit from a more enjoyable sex life. And O-Shot comes to the rescue and provides heightened sexual sensations, which can give you the instant and long-lasting satisfaction you've been looking for. And it's 100% edible and natural. Remember, go to oshotcbd.com today. Enter code CHATTY. Uh, take advantage of this incredible savings opportunity. That's O-S-H-O-T-C-B-D.com and enter code chatty to get 20% off O-Shot site-wide. Friends, this last week was a huge week in my house because my little baby, who just yesterday was learning how to walk, I mean, basically feels like that, started kindergarten. I was way more emotional than I expected, and she was just as excited as I knew she would be. She did amazing. Uh, we're a week in, but every single day when she comes home, she cannot wait to tell me about the new friends she made and the things she's learned. So of course, we're all about fostering that curiosity at home with the help of our favorite teaching partner, KiwiCo. Okay, seriously, if you have kids of your own, if you look after kids, or if you yourself are a curious learner, or if you're looking for a creative gift for someone with kids, uh, KiwiCo is for you. Each month, they deliver a curated crate of hands-on science, art, and geography projects. They're tailored for little learners' specific age groups, so it helps them understand new subjects, and the projects are perfect for whatever age group they're in. So I'm telling you, this is the greatest gift for parents. KiwiCo handles it all. Every single thing you need is included in the crate, including super easy to follow instructions, which means you spend more time playing and learning together and less time trying to figure things out. When Ember's KiwiCo crate comes in the mail, it is like Christmas morning around our house. Uh, she's learned everything with KiwiCo from how weather patterns work to how to build her own skyscraper. The projects are seriously so cool. Even as an adult, I have so much fun helping with them. And I actually even learn some stuff along the way. But one of my most favorite things is KiwiCo crafts these crates around making sure the kids are able to do it themselves. So Ember just 
gains so much confidence and independence from learning through her KiwiCo. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. And there's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get your first month free on select crates at kiwico.com slash chatty. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash chatty. Oh, wait, did you look up the actual yes, story? Yes, yes, okay. Okay. <laughs> So maybe what I'm about to say is lore. <laughs> maybe it is lore. No, I mean, it's not. But okay. there's just, just tell the story. Okay. So what I've heard in my community <laughs> was that there was a locally a woman who broke into a dentist's office uh-huh. and she somehow locked herself in one of the rooms where there was a patient who was unconscious or out uh, going to either get like a root canal or a tooth extraction she barricaded and locked herself in and while she was in there she decided to go on a spree and yank out tons of this man's teeth okay (laughs) okay now it's actually not that far from what actually happened so here's what actually happened but it kind of Makes more sense, but has less sense at the same time. Okay. okay. First of all, it was in Nevada. So you don't have any, you don't, don't, no need to worry. It was in Nevada? Yeah, it was in Nevada. Why and the story did, came out this, this week. How did this, <clears throat> oh, it came out this week? Or the story came out like a few weeks ago. Okay, I was going to say. It happened in May. Okay. The because actual, I don't know that I heard about two weeks ago. Okay. And it was from a neighbor and was like this locally happened and i would and then i'm like great i am only booking dentist appointments in orange county for the rest of my life okay yeah well this happened in may the story broke about a week ago or at least it was posted on this website about a week ago okay now this woman broke into a dental office she used to work at but she is not a dentist so she used to work. I don't but know what she, she But did. she is involved with teeth somehow. Oh, maybe not even. She might have been a receptionist. It says she's not a dentist. But she broke into the dental office where she used to work. Stole $22,000 in cash. Who knew the dentist offices were strapped yeah. like that? Oh, my God. Just had the cash. dentist office has stacks of money in the back. <laughs> they just have loads of cash. So she also... Extracted 13 teeth of an unwilling patient by using anesthetic her employer, her former employer, had discarded. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's worse. And apparently she. OK, blah, 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 blah. 13. OK, I she was arrested 14, and so I charged wasn't... with. Yeah, no, you were not <sighs> far off. Arrested on Wednesday and charged with two counts of burglary and one count each of grand larceny conspiracy to commit burglary and performing surgery on another without a medical license. Yeah, the woman had <laughs> that one should be first. <laughs> yeah, this... that one should be the number one. Get this guy the cash. She's a repeat offender. The woman had allegedly performed illegal tooth extractions before the break in on a different date. According to the release, it is not known what she did with the teeth or why she pulled them out. I mean, prison is about to get a great dentist. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, can you believe? Okay, so this is like a thing for this person that she enjoys extracting people's teeth. Apparently she and she also posed as a dentist. So like, I guess walked in and was like. Yep, I'm your new dentist. That I is mean, sick. Let's go. That, that is, is a nightmare. That is, it is 
There is nothing more <laughs> nightmarish that I've ever heard in my entire life than being stuck in a dentist's office and having someone extract 13 of your teeth. Like, that's almost... How wild. How many teeth do you have? Like, like 26? Okay. Yeah, like 50. So I maybe no she idea. just pulled up the whole top <laughs> row. Like, half of your teeth are gone. Yeah, that and is she, Maybe she just literally did the top row. I, uh, my 32 mom, adult teeth, I think, by the way. got a sick thrill out of like pulling our baby teeth. I don't know if this <laughs> oh. was just like a my family thing or if everybody's family had this. <laughs> my but mom was like that. Yeah, where we would have like, it would be kind of loose. And she was like, let me just rip it out. And yes! I was like, what oh. is wrong with you? Oh. <laughs> there was one time, I'm not even making this up. There's no exaggeration where it was like a little too in there. But it was like, <laughs> it kind of hurt. And she was like, go get a wrench. Or pliers. Pliers are the ones. I don't know, tools. And she, <laughs> that is so we, my mom. It was a literally a, a like rusty wrench that we just kind of wrapped a Kleenex around. <laughs> and then she stuck in my mouth and ripped my tooth out. Oh my Insane. <laughs> did so did you guys try to do the, did your siblings or parents try to get you to do the door slam method? No, that to me was always like... <laughs> Uh, I would have loved that, but no, I got the rusty wrench. Instead. First of all, I mean, that's just got to, I mean, that's ridiculous. How are you even supposed to tie a string around that a baby? Some, that yeah. is some MacGyver. That is like MacGyver like bullshit. a little mouse to tie <laughs> this little string. There's no way. Yeah, these tiny baby teeth. My mom was the same way though. She'd be like, just let me pull it. Let me pull it. And I got to tell you, like when I was a nanny and my nanny kids would have loose teeth, I was like, oh, you and want. And especially because you, you know what it is? It's like, it's. Now, yours sounds like it was a little stuck in there. With my nanny kids, they would have it where it would be like dangling, you know, yeah. basically. And they'd if be moving it around with their thread. tongue. They're moving it around with their tongue. And it's just kind of like hanging around. <laughs> and I'm like, get, let me pull that shit out right now, please. Yeah. I, please. I am so grateful for uh, someone like you, like a nanny who would be willing to do that. Because when my daughter has had her, she's had two loose teeth. It, ma they, it makes me like almost pass out just watching her wiggle it oh yeah and so she's sitting there wiggling it the whole time and i'm like i'm <laughs> just like look away <laughs> like i can't engage with her and so she's like mom like i want to pull my tooth out and i'm just like i can't help you in that department kid and she pulled both of her teeth out her with her teacher at school and i'm like bless you thank you because even just looking at the hole i get lightheaded i gotta put my feet up i mean i just can't do it it's kind of crazy like the concept right of like all of a sudden your tooth is just falling out and then you got to pull it out every single one of your baby teeth oh. yeah I can't think about like what is happening inside of a child's skull for too long. I Have need you to like disassociate. <laughs> Have you seen the x-rays? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a monster. That like, it's you. an actual monster. You have you seen the you haven't seen the x-rays of baby teeth uh with the adult teeth? Cuz no. like yeah, the adult teeth are still in there, but they <laughs> haven't like come down yet. So oh there's God. just like two layers of Bro, teeth. It's we are. You're gonna. You're about to lose your. Creatures. You're gonna lose your goddamn mind when you see this. That is. Yeah. You ready to see some gnarly shit, guys? <laughs> as you're listening to this, unless you're driving, please Google child skull X-ray. Yeah. Just picture. I mean, uh, this is what they're yeah, like. It almost looks like two X-rays layered on top of one <laughs> another, but that is what's happening in a child's skull. What that? What I just saw. Is like, what is that when you have the fear of holes? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. What you is know, that? It yeah. is like that. It trip, is like that. Trip, 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 trip. Yeah. It is like that, but it is 10 times worse. <laughs> it like looks like something hanging on the wall oh. in Saw. Yeah, it is horrifying i don't i will never allow ember near me again with her loose teeth. look at all of them up in there like dude i that is so it's so gross it's disgusting it's so disgusting anywho yeah. so that's what i thought was happening near um my home but apparently just closing in on you just just getting more and more real for me but apparently sorry broad the real in horror in is Nevada. in your home yeah exactly inside ember's, inside ember's mouth but i'm sorry nevada broads to let you know that maybe next time you go to the dentist just something to think about before you go under have you guys ever seen people who have an extra set of teeth like mm-hmm. some people have like extra teeth that come up behind their like front teeth. I had that. Ew. Oh wait, wait! I had that behind. It's behind. Yeah, it comes up behind them, right? Yeah, like my new my my grown up teeth came in. Oh, behind. so you didn't have extra teeth? They no, were just, I guess they, they weren't pushing out your baby teeth. Yeah, so I had to get my my front <laughs> four teeth extracted because the four were coming in. Uh, when I was like behind in like oh my god first grade. And yeah, I looked yeah. like and I looked like a shark because I had like two layers. That's crazy. That did wonders a, for my self-confidence. <laughs> we had a dog that had like shark teeth like that. Cause she was like a mutant. I mean, it was definitely like a factory produced dog. Uh, this was before we knew about rescue dogs. Yes, uh, this was like the, these were like more of the puppy mill type days. None of us yeah, knew. It was absolutely. This was like 20 years ago as a puppy mill dog. Uh, and so she had been like, you know, inbred for yes. generations. Oh, and my God. had literal that dog was so fucked up. <laughs> but it had it was a Yorkie, so it was like a tiny little dog, and it had two rows of teeth. I mean That's horrifying. And they would all, they like all fell out eventually. Both Don't dogs, oh, (laughs) Oh, don't dogs have baby teeth? They do. Yeah, Yeah, but these were like, it was like a full two row, like shark situation. Yeah, it was the double rows. My son, uh, which you've probably already seen this, but Matt, my son has two front teeth, they're baby teeth, of course, two teeth that are fused. So he has like a super tooth. It's two (laughs) of his little... It's a double wide tooth, baby tooth. And it started coming in. And I was like, I thought it was two teeth coming in at once. And no, it's it's two of his front teeth that are fused. So he's just a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah, he's just a, like like when they have like the one front tooth. It's, it's unfortunately not the middle I like, ones. I feel wish. bad for laughing. Isn't but at that... least it's the baby teeth. that will fall out. Yes, yeah. but I am saving that shit and probably I'm going to wear it around my neck. I mean, that is yeah. crazy. Yeah, that is pretty wild. I wonder what it's that means. Cool. I bet like there's like some like mystical meaning. That oh, you find. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, right. th- that means like, you're like a shaman years or something. years ago, he would be a god. They yeah. would have been like, <laughs> here he is, the messiah. <laughs> yeah, in medieval times, he would have immediately been a prince. So you better save that tooth. <laughs> That's like people who say, you know, with the with your when your second toe is bigger than your big toe or longer, people are uh-huh. like, well, actually, in Roman times, that's a sign of royalty or whatever. You're like, shut the fuck up. Freak. That's what I always <laughs> used to say it because I have that. I have the long second toe, and I'd always be like, they're goddess feet, and people were just like, no, they're just they look like fingers. That's yeah, basically like it. maybe if we were in Roman time, sure, but no, now you're just a freak. Sorry. <laughs> also, who from Rome told you that? Like, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 
all the Romans are like, we don't appreciate this because no. we like a nice row. Uh, um, I remember that there was that prank in uh, uh, in like elementary school where someone said like, if your hand is bigger than your face, oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, had yeah. cancer. I didn't know that. You, you haven't. If your hand's as big as your face, then you're more you're more like it's possible that you could get cancer. I had just never heard that before. Oh my gosh, that's but that then is you so is your hand as big as your face. That's the prank. Oh. Right. And then someone slaps you in the face. <laughs> I was face. like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I remember I had never heard of that. And I saw someone do that. And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, but like so genuinely. <laughs> it's like this is the diagnosis. You're like, I you saw really the whole concerned. prank happen and everything. And you're just like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> you do it to yourself immediately after. Yeah. I was just genuinely so thrown off. <laughs> Sam, I'm glad that My you God, kind of went through the same that. thing that I did. <laughs> Granted, I wasn't I was a, a child. I was in like second grade, but <laughs> the funny thing is too, Jess, is that you didn't automatically I had to be like put your hand up to your face in order to do it. You were just like, oh my god. Yeah, I was just doing this. I was like comparing in the knew, Zoom call. Knew. I was like <laughs> I think I think so. Uh you you have kind of small hands. Me? I guess we have the same size. Yeah. No, not you. You oh, I thought hands, you were d- telling through the screen. <laughs> You're like, I do have giant hands. Oh, oh do yeah, you? you do have giant hands, huh? Well, I'm 6'3", which legally you have to tell people when you're over six feet, you have to announce it <laughs> on every course. podcast. And dating apps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's definitely in, in my bio. <laughs> which, I mean, gays, I feel like all of our bios are just, like, stats. Stats? It's not even... <laughs> It just reads like a football lineup. It's just like, yeah, here's you got height, inches, weight. Wait, do you uh, really have your height in all your dating app bios? I try to include it in like a fun way that makes it not obvious that I'm just like, here's my height. I yeah. have some joke about like not don't recline in front of me on an airplane or something because like that there's. Yes. It's like 6'3", so anti-reclining in front of me Got on it. an airplane. Mm-hmm. Got it. I did so not I'm like, okay, I'm going to so give tall. you the brag, yes. but I'll be humble and funny about it. Yeah. Yes. You're like, I'm going to let you know that you can climb this tree without... <laughs> <laughs> but mostly it's just like, I, yeah, you got you to gotta weed out. I'm, I'm, I'm heightest. You so. are? Okay, and what... Like, like he's got to be tall. I'm anti-heightist. I'm so sorry to come and spread my filth uh, on your show. Uh, I just. Yeah, Yeah, disseminate your hate. Yes. (laughs) I feel like maybe. I mean, it's obviously like some internalized. It probably happened on this very same playground. (laughs) But I, I just like there's something about, I think, being gay where I'm like. It looks weird if a gay couple is, like, wildly disparate in their heights. Like, in a way that, like, for a straight couple, I don't mind it. This is obviously just me. You know... (laughs) This is a a hostile audience for this take. You don't see see mismatched heights much in gay male couples, do you? Yeah, it just feels like... I I mean, there is, like boyfriend twin syndrome in 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 the gay community <laughs> okay the worry where you're you're dating yourself right mm-hmm. this happens quite frequently and it is i mean <laughs> it's i horrifying I, to see <laughs> but i, mean, I, I don't I know it. maybe there 
there is something there about like, I just, I want to be at least, you know, I think my minimum on some of the apps where you can like set the height requirement, it's like five, 10, maybe. I mean, that feels, <laughs> listen, you're, a t- you are a tall, you are a tall man. I, That's like uh, minus five inches. Yeah. You can set a height requirement. On Hinge is one of the one of the ones where you can set a height requirement. That is crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, because you you are very like you've dated all over. Well, heights. it's crazy. Oh yes, I've literally dated someone who's six four and someone who's five one. And you're but five 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 six? five four and a half. Okay. I five, did five, go on five, a date with someone day. who was a full foot shorter. He he was <laughs> like five four, and I knew. He didn't list his height, but I could just tell from the Short profile. <laughs> like he had a photo with Hillary Clinton and I was like looking up Hillary Clinton's height before the date. <laughs> I was like, I need to compare. <laughs> and they were like on, on the same level. So I was like, okay, we're he's short. And you're trying to be like, she's just wearing super high heels. <laughs> she's got a, like a big platform on today. Okay, yeah, now I no. might... I might be taking things. No, I am taking things too far for sure. But d- to be able to sort by height, I'm like, that is discrimination against something that someone can't help at all. I can't believe they allow that on some dating But apps. you can't help your age either. That's I mean, true, but <laughs> I know it's different. <laughs> I know sure, it's I, different. I'm going to agree with that argument just for the sake of it. <laughs> I, like, I know it's different. It's no, like, I think mm, yes. I have never, uh, that's the only one where I really, like, yeah, you can set, like, a height, uh, the height range, you can How set How dare you discriminate range. against dating 85-year-olds or 18-year-olds, right? How but dare I you? But I think Hinge also, you might also be able to, to like, set, like, what religion. It does have all of those categories. Interesting. And I think if you're really going, I mean, I don't go that far. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay here's not, the thing, though, too. I'm not building the perfect person. But here's the thing, too. There's plenty of fish in the sea. So if you do have ways to narrow it down and just be like, well, I would I would preferably date someone who is also Christian and my same height. I mean, why not narrow it down, I guess? Right. You know? I, like, I don't know why now I'm like defending Hinge, but uh, they do have, now that I'm thinking about it, they have it where you can- Are you paid s- for this? Don't, don't lie. You have a, you have a, some sort of deal with them? Let's pull it up right now. Uh, they do have a thing where you can set the range and then you can, you can say whether it's a deal breaker or not. So th- if you say it's a deal okay. breaker, they like won't show outside of the range. But if you don't okay. say it's a deal breaker, they'll show you in your range first. But then if you like run out, <laughs> they'll start showing you oh. so like okay so I mean, you played it, yourself here's what you're gonna get instead it makes sense to me if I if like I very much have a type like and my type is a tall guy yeah I mean I I want to date a tall guy so I want to be able to say I'd like him to be tall I think if you can also sort by like all those other things then it feels fair to me it's like okay then if you can sort by anything but also it's like now we're getting to a whole other thing. But imagine how fucked up it would be if you could sort by weight. Yeah. See? That's true. So it's like, That's to me, it's like, true. what's the difference, you know? That's very true. Which gays do basically anyway. That's why <laughs> half the time people list their weight in their in their bio. That Actually, is so crazy. People's, people's bios on like Tinder. I think this is m- more on Tinder because that's more like casual, but that it, literally a bio will be like six, three, 200 pounds. That's it. 
Wow. <laughs> oh my God. If they made you put your weight in, I would just be like, I'm I have I'm having my own answer. I'd be like, it fluctuates, you stupid bitch. <laughs> you have like a, you have like a 50 pound range. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It just depends on the week. Now look though, I mean, if 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 you I think it's like if it, it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for someone to fuck, then it like sort of does make sense that you would narrow it down to literally your only your physical preferences. The reason right. that I'm like, hold up, you guys, is because if you are looking for a relationship with someone, I'm like, why narrow down your options? Like you could you could have the most who knows, Matt, you could have the most sexually, mentally, emotionally compatible person in the world who's five, six, you know, who knows? Yeah. I, that is uh, something I've had to uh, do a deep think about <laughs> lately because there are I do follow some like gays on on Twitter and Instagram who are like, you know, opposite height couples. And yeah, they found one another They're you know. And they're happy. <laughs> they're making it work. They're making honestly, it work. Honestly, and it's inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I will say, Matt, to your point, which is why I don't like dating much taller men, is because there is something to be said about um, uh, sexual compatibility just with literally just physics and like geometrics Mm -hmm. of of having a physical encounter with someone who's a foot shorter than you. It's true. Right, right. You know, like that just to me, it's it doesn't quite line up. It doesn't quite line up. Yeah. But listen, everybody's a different height on their knees. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> wow, dropping truth um, bombs. That's actually all the time I have. So, uh. <laughs> okay, can I talk about something else that I don't like that I actually was just listening to a podcast on the way here and I had to actually fast forward through this conversation. I want to hear your opinions on it, Matt. Just I'm pretty sure you're on the same page as me. They were talking about poop and like their own poop and like describing it. And uh-huh. and it was like, it's a comedy podcast, you know, and I had to skip forward like two minutes until they stopped talking about it because I was actually like getting so nauseous and disgusted at them, like describing in comedic ways, like their bathroom habits going poop. And I just want to throw it out there that I hate it i remember the first time i watched nacho libre and with all like the poop and (laughs) fart like i just was like disgusted i love that that was the example that's the one that's like she's been traumatized (laughs) i was just like this is so gross like and and so yeah and you feel the same way don't you i feel the exact same way i still uh when i use the bathroom i've been with my partner for like 14 years at this point we have never pooped in front of each other when I don't we like pee that. i close the door mm, pee and i don't close the door but poop yeah no. I, I like we don't talk about it i it's just not it was never talked about in my house too i think that's probably part of it mm. Uh, I definitely grew up with a family that was very open about, you know, bodily functions. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I am kind of the same. Like, yeah, I don't we're that is a that is a, a sacred secret, you know, undertaking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I've become more that way where I'm Look like, I don't want to hear it. Just like- <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I I had um when I first started doing stand up, I my I, which I think is probably true for a lot of 
comics is like, you know, when you're new and fresh, like you kind of go for the lowest hanging fruit. And uh-huh. I did have sure. I did have poop jokes. And very quickly I was like, I have to stop. This can't go on. <laughs> I must be stopped. I'm better than this. <laughs> yeah. No, my very first like hour set that I went around and toured with, I was like, I can't. This, I mean, it was so it was it was poop heavy. <laughs> No. It was a very poop heavy no. hour. <laughs> I, I only want to talk about it with someone if like we like Justin and I have talked about this before. If we experience the same like medical related issues, like sure, sure. Wow, I'm really constipated. And having someone else to like bond over that and yes. be like, well, this helps me. I'm down with that. But doing yeah. this whole thing about like and making like I, I just can't. My friends, I have to tell you, my sister is now dating this guy and they there is an app. I forget the name of the app that you download that you you have. It's almost like uh, like um, like find my friends or whatever. Or what, what's that? Uh, what's the app where you see where all, like you're alerted when your friends yeah. relocate yeah. except but. for pooping. <laughs> so as soon as you poop, you alert and it sends a message out to the people that oh, you that is just not pooped. where I thought you were going. <laughs> <laughs> I and did not like, think that that's where that was ending. <laughs> and it's like where you were, what it was so like. It's like a joke app. You're like, I was at the Target bathroom yes. and like And my sister and her boyfriend keep track of each other's poop. And they just probably think it's the funniest thing in the world. And they and they love, they it. love and, it. And like in it, but it's not even like the thing that's so weird about it is I've never even seen them like they don't laugh when they talk about it. They both are just like they love having that like sharing that together. They both have like the craziest um, uh, digestive system ever. And they both poop like a hundred times a day and they've bonded over this. And so they're always letting each other know when they're pooping. And I'm like, that is the grossest like to alert my my partner that I just pooped is like top three grossest things I can think of. I'm getting nauseous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, what I don't want to picture, what I don't want to picture before I go home and, oh you know, God. hopefully make love to my husband is him sending me oh a notification. Like, I, I, we have to, like, steer away from the topic. I'm literally getting <laughs> nauseous. I hate See, it so much. I, it's disgusting. What I thought you were going to say was <laughs> yeah. there is an app I know where um, you can find, like, public restrooms uh that that is that's where i thought that was much more that innocent. i like <laughs> i i appreciate that if you gotta go you gotta go you know no this is uh the letting you know the world know that you have just used the restroom and yeah that i just i don't have a need for it's, um i bet there's even like a photo so option Oh, I'm sure there is. She's asked. She's been like, let me show you the app. And I'm like, keep it away from me, girl. Yeah, I don't I even want, need to know the name. I want nothing. I, I don't want to see it. <laughs> I need I to want, know the name. <laughs> I want nothing is it clever? to do with it. <laughs> what is it called? I don't know. But I all I know is I now know the notification ding on her phone. Oh, no. And I'm like, no, now I know when he pooped. <laughs> yeah. You've just been like unwittingly roped in to <laughs> exactly. knowing exactly. when it's her partner like, shits. I'm like, great. Thanks. <laughs> That's unreal. That's unreal. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Well, Jess compiled a little listy here. We got a little listy well, because... Well, we got a bunch of submissions. Because listen, broads, if you haven't listened to Matt's podcast, Unhappy Hour, 
uh, there is a lot of discussion about just things, especially popular things that people typically like that then you don't like or you have a problem with. So mm-hmm. we thought, you know, we would take you, our like king of the complaints, our sommelier, and we would dive in. Now, these, a lot of these are just, it's not even necessarily, you know, popular things that normally people like that then these people have a right. problem with. It's just, these are my complaints. By the way, it's called Poop Map. I had to look it up. <laughs> okay. That's so sure. unoriginal. Not even a pun. It's not just, even a pun. It has 57,000 reviews. Five stars. Doesn't that make you feel hopeless for humanity? Yeah, there's like a shit billionaire out there <laughs> yeah. somewhere sitting on top of his little empire. <laughs> sitting on top of his throne, his porcelain throne. Yeah. Wow, that's very good. <laughs> okay. Someone sent this one in. I find this to be a great one to chat about. Something that they hate. Self-checkout at the grocery store. I hate it too. It's not time efficient at all. No, what? see what I don't like about it is that I like the concept of it, but mm-hmm. it never works. No, you always Whenever, have to wait for a fucking employee to come over. <laughs> yeah, every time. <sighs> there's no, and also I don't know about um, where where you both out are, but like in New York, we've mostly gotten rid of all like bags. Yes, and, but those machines aren't built for not having bags. They still expect you to like bow down. You have to, you know, present each item to it like Here. you're presenting a sacrifice. Here and if you don't, it freaks out. And I'm right. like, no, if I brought my own bag. Way- I don't need to yeah. put it in the bagging area. Yeah. I'm like, have <sighs> someone keep a sharp eye out like that I'm not stealing anything. And if you have that big of a problem about people stealing, then don't have self-checkout at your no, store. No, but that's the odd thing, actually. It's like if... No, it's the opposite. It's like if you don't put it on the scale, then it says that it can't track the thing that you just scanned it's not the opposite you know because like the opposite would be if you put something in the bag area that you haven't paid for then you would be stealing it freaks oh. out if you've scanned it and then you don't yeah, put no, it in the bag true. area then what, it's just it's just being a bitch yes the only thing that self-checkout is good for is stealing let's I be guess real so yeah i didn't think about that makes sense though i because yeah i guess if you scan one item then you have to put it down there to like so it weighs it to make sure you're not like, okay, here's right. one toothpick, but actually it's like seven so if, gallons of milk. <laughs> right. Oh, right. I see what you're but, saying. So if you're trying to steal moral of the story at self-checkout, is it has to be very light things, like maybe a gift right, card right. or something like that as yeah. you put it in. Yeah. Similarly weighted items. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. The scale has to balance out. I mean, it's <laughs> extremely easy to steal at self-checkout. It right, really right. is. All you do is just pretend to scan it and then you pretend to load it into your bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, there you go, guys. Hack. <laughs> Life hack. Stealing. <laughs> who who would have thought? And then the thing is with the self-checkout too is that, and then if anyone's like, oh, like, are you stealing? You be like, oh, I forgot to scan it. And what's anyone right. going to say? Oh, yeah. did it not? Did it not scan? <laughs> right, exactly. Just, just Weird. guys. Oh my God, I am so sorry. This is so embarrassing. Uh, yeah. I honestly uh, like Target. I don't even think they care. They're like, just take it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Any corporation that has the money to have self checkout, steal your fucking box of Cheez Its, you know? Yeah. Who's, who's suffering? I used to it. really love a self checkout because I always wanted to uh, be a grocery cashier when I was growing up. Um, sure. You know, I love the beeping and I like the 
the movement. Now, what really is always frustrating me about the self-checkout is there you can't be swift about it. No. There's no swiftness. So then I get more irritated because it's not fucking scanning. And then by the time it scans, then the hey, it needs to be waited isn't it comes up too quickly and then I get the call and then, you know, it is just it's right. just bullshit. Okay, broads, one more quick pause. Here's something I can complain about. I suffer from massive FOMO, okay? I feel this the most during summer because of those summertime day parties. I see other people having a nice afternoon cocktail, and I want a nice afternoon cocktail. But here's the problem. A lot of afternoon cocktails leave me feeling sleepy or dealing with a sugar hangover the next day, which are the worst. Uh, but now I don't have that problem because I was introduced to June Shine, and I have to tell you, a more perfect daytime drink has never existed. Oh my gosh, seriously. I I love June Shine. It's one of the only alcoholic beverages I drink anymore. Uh, say goodbye to sugar hangovers. Say goodbye to that too full feeling you get after a beer or two. Say hello to Juneshine Hard Kombucha. It is so light and refreshing. It's easy to drink, and it gives you a nice, bright buzz. And if you've been to any grocery store, you've probably noticed there's a lot of hard kombuchas on the shelf. But Juneshine is different. Here's why. They're super transparent about their ingredients. So they use only the best ingredients like green tea and honey instead of black tea and sugar. So it makes it smoother and less acidic. And Juneshine is made with real functional ingredients. It's low in sugar, easy on the gut, gluten-free, and full of probiotics. I like to drink a Juneshine on a nice summer afternoon, but really it's the perfect anytime drink. And the flavors, oh, the flavors, broads. I can't pick just one. They are all too good. We've worked out an exclusive deal for Chatty Broads listeners. We got you guys. Receive 20% off plus free shipping site-wide. We recommend trying one of the best-selling variety packs. It's a great way to try all the delicious flavors, and pretty much every flavor is delicious. Go to juneshine.com slash chatty or use code chatty at checkout to claim this deal. That's J-U-N-E-S-H-I-N-E. E.com slash chatty. Juneshine can also be found in over 10,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Safeway, Kroger, and Publix. Okay, it's not talked about enough, but tampons kind of suck. Okay, for me, they always did anyway. I remember the first time I used one, I was kind of shocked that that was pretty much the only non visible option for uh, period care available at the time. Thankfully, FlexFit is out here doing the work, making massive improvements to period care with a whole new line of products that, shocker, are comfortable, body safe, safe for the planet, and actually work the way we need them to. FlexFit, they've got two really great products that are changing the game. Um, I've always been obsessed with the Flex Cup. It's a zero waste option, uh, but it's different from other menstrual, menstrual cups on the market because it's got a patented pull tab, so you can remove it just like a tampon, which makes it easier to use because I know the first time you use a menstrual cup, it can be a little intimidating. Um, it can be a tough learning curve, but Flex Cup was specifically designed with beginners in mind. Broads, don't waste any more time using products like tampons or pads. There are far more sustainable and honestly way you more user-friendly options on the market. Check out FlexFit. I cannot preach this enough, guys. Do it. I do love the Flex Cup, but also what I really love is the Flex Disc. It is unlike any period product I've ever used before. It's basically like a bendable ring, and inside the ring is plastic material. Long story short, it 
collects versus absorbs. And if that doesn't get you, maybe this will. It's the only product in existence that lets you have 100% mess-free period sex. Can confirm this works and it works well. I love it. Mwah. Say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to FlexFit's dot com slash chatty and use code chatty for 20% off flex disc starter kits or you get 10% off your first uh flex cup plus free u.s shipping that's code chatty at flexfits.com f-l-e-x-f-i-t-s dot com slash chatty now can i ask you guys real quick we we won't even delve into now our adult lives but as teenagers did either of you shoplift tell the truth no I was I was too pure. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't shoplift either. Guilty conscience is too uh, conscience. Yeah, I, it's too it's too present. Mm-hmm. I was raised Catholic, so it was like you know you if you even think about it, Jesus will know. Yeah, I I never stole. I'm the same way. I, there was one time when I was three years old that I was in a store and I guess I took out like a pack of gum. I didn't even Classic. realize the concept of stealing, and my mom then made me go in to the woman who was running the store, apologize and give it back to her. And that humiliated me so much that I never yeah, even considered it. Now I remember then becoming an adult. And when you find out that you have a friend who's a big old thief, that's a weird moment where I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you have yeah, the weird. balls to walk into a store and just steal shit. Yeah, some people, I, I yes, I, almost all my boyfriends were thieves, like almost all of them, like my my high school boyfriend, him and our other friends, they what they would do is they would get the, the foam coolers like at the store. Yeah. And they would just load them up with like beer. And this is in high school. They would load them with like beer, rotisserie chickens and shit, and then just walk out the door holding the cooler. And would just beer and rotisserie chickens. (laughs) Like for a party, they would just get chips. They would load up everything they wanted to have for dinner. God love those rotisserie chickens. And then they would just walk out with it. And that was just mind blowing to me. Absolutely mind blowing. And then I had other boyfriends too who would go to Walmart to get a pack of underwear and would just like, just like literally just like stick it like under their shirt and just would walk out. And I'm like, I even walk through the like detectors, (laughs) even when I paid for everything, I'm like, they're going to know they're going to (laughs) know. Do you ever think like, do you ever think like, like I have, when I'll go through those, I'll have this panic moment of what if I by accident stole something? Like I'm always panicking. Like I truly believe that I accidentally stole something every time I go through if it beeps, a full paranoia. I get so nervous walking out of Target when I've just paid for everything to be like, here's my receipt. I get scared at Costco here's my too. Receipt. You know at Costco yeah. when they check your, they yeah. check your receipt. So now, the idea of actual thievery, I will never forget the day that a girl who I was like getting really close to, we go to like this little shop oh and I make some comment that I was like, oh my God, that's like, those are like, mm, I'll get it for you. Well, I was like, those are cute coasters. And I just keep walking and we walk out of the store and we're heading like to the next winery or wherever we were. And she's like, I got you a present. And she pulls out the coasters <laughs> and I'm like, you bought those for me? She's like, no, I just snagged them for you. And I was like, devil woman. <laughs> Now I have I have a couple. Oh, the first time I ever stole anything was actually on The Bachelor, and I'll tell you why. We were at the <laughs> airport in France, 
sketchy actually to be at an international airport. We were at the airport in France. We were at the bookstore. I was browsing around with my producer and how it would work is like, like sometimes the producers would pay for stuff like, you know, like a magazine for you, whatever. And they could put it on like the card, Mm -hmm. their company card. And we didn't really travel with any of our cards or yeah, like any of that stuff. Um, And they would buy us like meals and stuff like that. So I didn't have my credit cards and I really wanted a book. And I asked my producer, like, can you can you buy it for me? And he was like, no, sorry. And I was like, really? Like, ABC's not going to buy me this this book? And he was just like, no. And I was in that moment. I was just like, I was so you know what it was? I was like a child and like the producers were my parents. And I was just like, I want this book. And I didn't have my credit card with me. And so I was like, you know what? I'll just carry the book around the store and just kind of like, you know, look around and then I'll just pr- I'll walk out and just pretend like I didn't realize the book was still in my hand. And so I did that. And I oh took my the God, book. you did it. And you didn't get caught. No. What was no the cared. book? Yeah, for real. It was a Ian McEwen novel called, Cameron Brody was called, but it was about this. It was a good book. I really enjoyed it. It was about this unborn baby. And it was the whole movie. Uh, the whole book was from the perspective of the unborn baby whose mother is cheating on the father with the father's <laughs> brother and then sure. she ends up killing the father with like with it was a crazy book but i loved it and you got it and i got but it he has enough money it's fine yeah he's okay yeah he, i'm yeah. sure he appreciates the fact that you enjoyed his, small his art while you were abroad on a reality tv plus show. the bookstore at the airport already bought the book from him so he's not actually losing out oh, that's true it's just so their it's profit really the, it's the airport Fuck and them. they're fine. Sure. Fuck them. I don't know if that's quite how publishing works, but I will all <laughs> Is it not? You. Don't they don't they bring wouldn't the bookstore buy them wholesale from the publisher? Like it's not like they're it's not like the 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 person won't get paid until the the bookstore sells the book, right? I think you stole from him. Maybe. <laughs> right? Like I don't know actually. <laughs> Generally like like As how someone who has written a book, I have no idea. <laughs> I just assume, yeah, if someone buys my book, I still make money, but I don't think that's actually true. No, I think I think Target would buy a certain number of copies from sure. the publisher. And then and then Target tries to make their profit by selling that book at a higher price than they bought the book. You know, I, I'll believe it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I didn't go to business the, school. You're like, the check comes in and that's all I need to know. Uh, moving right along. Okay, next one. Now this is, uh, oof, this is a brutal one. Okay. When people tip $1. What's, is it a $10 purchase? Or an $8 purchase? I'm assuming an that... An $8 purchase, I mean? I think, I think regardless... If I'm, I'm speechless. Yeah, if I'm like like in any form of like service industry and you tip $1 even if it's like a $10 thing, there's something about $1 that is like <laughs> such slap a in the fuck face. you. I'd rather you just not put a tip. Like I'd rather you fucking not put a tip. Well, I think the on only my thing. I think the only reason I would do $1 is if I was uh like checking out at one of those pads, you know, and it's like $8. 15% is a dollar. Well, I can't do the math. You okay. know what I'm saying? And then if, you click that. If it's and already yeah, set yeah. up, if you got the pad thing and it's you already set saying? up, okay. Or like if you're, you know, grabbing a coffee and there's like the jar and I'm like, I'm going to throw in like, uh, sure. you know, okay. But right. like a dollar. Yeah. If you're, if you're sitting down somewhere and you order yourself a nice little, you know, like a, a croissant latte or, or yeah, a latte, croissant. just 
and even if it's like a five, like, and they hand you the, the, the check and it's five bucks, there's something about putting one dollar. <laughs> right, right. There is, yeah. I, I would say uh, at like a bar, if I'm if I have cash and I'm paying in cash, I'll, I'll leave like a dollar per drink. Sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. When you're tipping right. the yeah. bartender, sure. But yeah, I would never write in one dollar. Even like you know, I'm a I'm a queen of ordering food. Mm-hmm. All I seamless. I've seamless three three meals a day. Yes, before I plenty of times. I respect but that. Even if it's under that, like the minimum is always five dollars, at least five dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's be real. Are you ever ordering delivery food that's under sixteen dollars? <laughs> I mean, come on. Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're going to be economical today yeah. and only spend $50 total uh, throughout the meal, the spread of meals. <laughs> Sometimes I just don't want to leave my house and I got an Instacart and Gatorade. I only have an $1,800 budget for my delivery meals this month. So I've got to stay within, you know? Yeah. I've literally looked up like, can I use my credit card points to get like a seamless gift card? Because that is that is my ideal is getting like free seamless delivery. Oh, yes. You can't. You can't. I checked. Mm. I mean, it's really kind of crazy. If you do spend $50 a day on food delivery, you're spending 15. You're spending rent. Well, in an inexpensive place, you're spending $1,500 a month. But delicious rent. (laughs) Can you believe how lazy we've gotten that we won't just like drive five minutes to go pick up takeout? Oh yeah, yeah. I <laughs> never. That is. I who remember. I am. Did you Uber Eats this? Did you DoorDash this? <laughs> Ungodly. I like <laughs> forgot yes. that picking up takeout was an option. I, it's very true. I'm literally. I've just been like. I'm in my little like oyster. I'm in my shell, yeah. and I don't want to leave. Well, I do it because because it's faster. That's the only reason that when I do pay, take out, I'm like, oh, this place is literally down the street. It's going to take me 50 minutes to get delivered, or it's going to take 20 minutes if I pick it up. That's usually the only yeah, reason yeah. I do it. But otherwise, I'm quite it's lazy myself. Like, it's just sometimes like parking, and I'm just like, ugh, you know. Yeah, I, but if you're picking up, whenever food, you just I'm hit in the, LA, the though. I'll Uber Eats something and it takes like two hours. That's oh. exactly my point. It takes forever. Yeah. yeah. You have to, you have to really, honestly, it takes a lot of organization to get your food on time. <laughs> Just as like I have my schedule. I wake up in the morning, I order breakfast for 9.30 at 6.30 in the morning. I, yeah. yeah. Honestly, it's really not far from the truth. It's very, it actually reminds me. System. I'm like, I probably, if I want to eat in between our next podcast, you know, I probably got to order some shit. I'm um, always just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even hungry anymore by the time it gets there. Mm. Yeah. You're like, I've already, I'm like, I've already eaten what is left in my pantry. You've already had two string cheese and yes, like a, exactly. you know, a banana. Right. And so the $1 tip though, I mean, I that mean, is, it's just rude. It's just kind of like, Hey, you know, I mean, tip your 15% at least. And I, and I, yeah. think, I think if you do have like a $5 order, sure. It's kind of like, I, I think it's acceptable. You know, if you have, if you have a, if you have a order and it's 15% comes out to a dollar, then an understandable, right. but like, just make sure that like, you know, you're at least tipping now. Another one, another complaint that we got. Do you know what got- me and my friend used to do when we were little shithead 12-year-olds? We, <laughs> I remember we would like save up our money and go eat it like P.F. Chang's. And, you know, the karma really got us because then we were waitresses when we grew up or uh-huh. I was a host and she was a waitress at the same restaurant. We would get all, our, all of our change <gasps> when we paid cash and we would just oh, leave a pile no. of change <laughs> and would giggle and go, hee <laughs> And oh, leave. No. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Yeah, 
but at least you yeah they got you back we got the karma yeah <laughs> for people who yeah. would stiff us or like just straight up walk out without paying and then the waiter would have to pay for their meal yeah oh my god right. so right. fucked so fucked okay someone says something that that bothers them this is a common thing i'm interested in your takes grammatical errors oh by god shut the fuck up about the grammar already <laughs> shut the fuck up about the grammar you know how over i am with someone when they're arguing in the comments it's the, the wrong your shut the fuck up <laughs> just shut up if that's your best comeback is analyzing someone's grammar then you probably don't have anything important to say back to their response like I hate it. I also think it is classist and it can also be like if someone's parents oh are from a no if someone's parents are from another country and they weren't raised with English speaking parents, they might have poor grammar, they might not have the same advantage that you did of having English speaking parents. They might have been in a bad school, they might have had a learning disability. Shut the fuck up with the grammatical correction. That's what all I have wow. to say on that. I I'll snap. I'll snap yes. to that. I yeah, I agree. I when Whenever someone is like, yeah, you're with a with a little <laughs> asterisk and that is like their sole reply to something. And then they're like, gotcha. <laughs> you're just like, you, you, I'm like, well, yeah, you wow. lost. You did lose. <laughs> but I, I think the only context where I'm like you, it's like when I'm e like on like a business email or like a work email where I'm like, uh. if there's someone I'm working with and I'm like, OK, you Let's let's just double check our our sentence before, yes. especially if it's like one sentence where I'm like, come on. I should clarify. I'm talking specifically about informal formats like on yeah. the Internet. I the do internet agree with you. Texts. there. Even like a dating app profile. It's like, didn't you, can't you, if you know you're bad at grammar, like or spelling, why don't you have someone proofread? Uh, I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> you know, or like, yeah, an email. It's like. Yeah, I think I have like maybe like a one strike policy on on a dating app. Like if you make one mistake, OK, everyone makes mistakes. Sorry. But then if it's like repeat offenses, I start yeah. getting a little leery. Yeah. Also, um, like sometimes when people text, sometimes it's people texting too fast and then they're just not correcting anything that really gets on my nerves. I'm like, sometimes right. I can barely unscramble the goddamn sentence to know what this person is trying to tell me. Yeah. Over text. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes God bless my mother. I have no idea what anything she's texting me is. Mom. I'm just like. I'm like I couldn't I, tell you what this means. I have no idea. So like now I have to call you. Like I would prefer you like maybe just just pause for two seconds. Actually, you know what it probably is? It's like Sylvia, you got to get off the voice uh, oh, texting yeah. thing. Oh, Siri. Like, like that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, people do like the the speech to text thing. Yeah, and yeah. Siri's got no goddamn idea what no. they're trying to say ever. No. And and my mom and the, the speed in which my mom assumes that Siri can scribe like I mean it's unbelievable She's like, and send no it's literally just like it's so quickly that she is like poor Siri cannot keep up and then she sends it and it's halfway through and I'm like I I, I just don't even understand but I'm I'm the same way the grammar thing like you know I'm always two things number one I'm always fucking up my like when I'm typing something I always make mistakes I always miss a word even if I like even if I reread it like numerous mm. times I, I I know I'll miss something two I pronounce things incorrectly all the time <laughs> it's just part of my charm <laughs> the malaprops <laughs> yeah and so and so I'm like I appreciate someone 
letting me know like it's actually pronounced this way i'm like thank you i'm going to try to say it correctly but when someone is like so angry about it i'm like calm down dude like does it really bother you that much that i like mispronounce something now i get if i'm saying it over and over and over and over and over right right. i always say anyways but i've got a couple strikes and then (laughs) you know then we'll talk i will always say anyways matt do you say anyways or anyway I kind of, I probably say both. Mm. I always say anyways. The second it comes out of my mouth, I realize that it's anyway. <laughs> but I choose not to correct myself. I do think I'm probably, I'll probably say anyways if I'm like, you know, anyways. trying to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. If I'm anyways. trying to be a dick. Yeah, I'll say <laughs> that. But otherwise, I think I use anyway. I didn't even know it was Anyway, we got to break down some of these phrases sometimes and say, what are we saying? Anyway, right? That's what we're saying. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, someone actually had one of the things that drives them crazy Mm. is when people say. I could care less. Oh, that instead of I couldn't care less. That does bug me. I feel that's one of those things. I feel like we've just kind of collectively decided we're going to we're going to rebrand assume they're the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you know what we mean. See, that's so the way you feel about the grammar is the way that I feel about that type of shit where I'm like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do know what someone means. And I and I won't I won't go out of my way to correct someone and just be like, it's I couldn't care less. No, you don't ever say in my head. I do go like "Mm," I do twitch a little bit where I'm like, that doesn't make sense. That means that you something in the brain is (laughs) it fires off that like we're in danger. But yeah, (laughs) my fight or flight kicks in a little bit. And I'm like, "Mm." yeah, I had to literally look at that statement. And be and break it down and be like, I could care less. Yes, that I means couldn't care less. I, that means and I I'm could like, care less. Like, actually, I could care even less than I care right now. So that means that right. I that means that I do care a little bit. Yeah. And I always do care a little bit, even if I say <laughs> I don't care. So, so technically, what you're saying, <laughs> what I'm saying correct. Is, is correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't I haven't dissected that phrase uh, this much in a while. It, it it's bothering the people out here it is bothering the I people oh so, yeah um let's do a couple more quick fire before we let you go matt um, sure so interesting people dropping into my conversations <laughs> how That's do you the context you know how often is this happening to this right? person <laughs> i'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna create the scenario here right yeah yeah yeah. because context matters you you know um a a hang a group of friends no, hanging i already out. know like what kind of what kind of scenario and and i'm out. having a conversation with with you know becca and all of a sudden another person we know comes in and like immediately just kind of inserts themselves into the conversation. Oh, someone we know? Let's start. Someone we know. Sure. Does that bug you? You know what? The only reason it bugs me is if I don't like the person who's coming into the conversation, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sort of like, um, you know, merging into tr- like traffic. Yeah. Like if you're going to come in, you, you can't come in and slow down. Do it okay. S- <laughs> you got to join the flow of traffic. So if you, you can join the conversation, if, if it then continues to flow, 
But if your entrance right. then like kind of interrupts shit, that that's is, where I have a problem. That is a very good point. Excellent point. Excellent point. I will say I feel the same way about strangers though. It's like if the stranger is dashingly good looking and you know and it is an excellent conversationist then sure, by all yeah. means join if you're gonna be some dude coming in with some clunky like yeah i always hate that it's like yeah who no, are you yeah. and why are you joining Ugh, leave if you know it's context if it's if you don't know the person like let's just say you're at a bar and you're having a drink with a friend and then someone inserts themselves into the conversation in that situation, I'm like, you better be the most charming. You better be being. Hugh fucking Grant. Yeah, you better come in with your <laughs> British accent and charm the pants off of me and buy us around if I'm not going to be a little thrown off by right. you just inserting yourself into the conversation. It's very ballsy. It is very ballsy. So you yeah. have to be able to back it up. I think it's just hard for me to wrap my head around because I would never do that. Or at least I, I mean, my assumption at all times is like nobody wants me in, in, in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I like go to interrupt, if I do, I'm like, okay, I'm, I need an exit strategy before I've even said hello. Now, here's the thing. Actually, Jess, you would do it and I would do it too. There is a very specific way to do it where you're not actually inserting yourself, but you are throwing your comment into someone else's conversation. Yeah, exactly. For example, when you're at the bar and two people are complaining about how they've been waiting here for 15 minutes and you comment and you're like, it's always like this. It's the most annoying. And then right. you're, you're not inserting yourself, but you're, you're casually, th you're, you are dropping in. V very yeah. but true. But you're also leaving no pressure. They don't have to continue to engage with you. You're but, just dropping in a comment. But to the, exactly. But to that point, that was so charming. I got goosebumps. You know, you oh, do a wow, little bit of that you. side look. You go, and you're just like, it's always like that. And then you walk away and everyone's like, who was that? Well, maybe you're still yeah. standing there. And then, and then, you know, you're, you're, it's, it, there's no pressure. They can respond back and be like, oh my God, like how often do you come here? Or like, you know, whatever. Or they can just be like, right. And then they can go back to their conversation. And right. you can go back to waiting and everything is right, right. smooth. You have to maintain a distance. You cannot, you cannot, you have to have your body angled a little away from them. Yes. Because if you go full frontal <laughs> on them and kind of are in their presence <laughs> you're and you're just against like, the bar and you're like, it's always like this. And then you just stay there. <laughs> yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, th is... then it's, then it's, that's a no go. I'm trying to think of other scenarios too. Cause yeah, there are some times where someone will come up and like make, you know, make some comment. And then there is, I'm just like, oh, okay. So you're just kind of here now. <laughs> Am I supposed to entertain there's you? No, right. Yeah. There is no, there's no kind of out. Like, oh, so I guess we're dating sometimes. now. <laughs> I need, I need a, a timer. Once the timer goes off, it's like, okay, I'm out. Oh, there was a time when I was at a bar with some friends. We were having like a really great oh, conversation. No. And all of a sudden this man comes up and he is a wandering magician. He's oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> already out. I'm already out. He, I was watching him and he is just, you know, freelance magicking around the streets of Los Angeles. And so he comes up Pray to for us this man. and I cannot, yeah. I don't know how to be rude to him and be like, 
my you god need, we don't want stop. magic we like, don't want your magic i'm like i don't want to i don't want to be rude and not acknowledge you as a human but i also i know if i, I make know. eye contact with you you're gonna be like pick a card <laughs> yeah like, oh that's the worst but i couldn't i couldn't shut it down i could not shut him down and he stayed in our vicinity and i'm this is not an exaggeration 37 minutes my friend oh. put his timer on well i guess it's probably more than 37 minutes because he started timing him after he had been there for a few minutes and he's like how long is this guy going to be here and he literally put his timer on i'll post the video because i'm filming my friend like just like sitting just like this oh. and, <laughs> and he's just wants to die and this guy in the background wearing like a sparkly bow tie with his magic that was an inserting of conversation that was not oh not okay yeah. I that's why I need like my own personal bouncer at all times to yes. be like no you're out this is <laughs> we've we've had enough I need like the the ear tug signal that I can give that yeah you know. just they gotta go but you're right it's like yeah. and you and I always gauge it I'm like oh I can endure thirty minutes of this person if yeah, it means I don't have to break their fucking heart like their heart's <laughs> been broken all goddamn night that's my thing I'm like oh god like everyone's probably been so rude and he's just trying to really work on his craft and I have to appreciate that but. I have a babysitter and I only have a limited amount of time. And I'm like, I just paid you 14 hours to waste my uh, $14 to waste my time while the babysitter's at my house. Yeah, that one is hard because you want to you don't want to talk to them. But you also don't want to be like every choice you've made that led to this has been a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe just your life is a lie. (laughs) Magic isn't real. So... (laughs) Yeah, you could just say that to them and you'd be like, I don't believe in magic. No, right. no. Then he'll be like, I'll prove it to yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to say, a magician, that's just a challenge. Oh. I think maybe maybe the best way you just you have to approach it is if someone comes up. You know what you do? You're you're like, like, you go, I'm a magician too. Oh. Right. Pick a card. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I don't like this. Maybe I should reconsider. <sighs> Maybe I should reconsider. Um, okay. Being in the car with an overly cautious driver. Oh. <laughs> Thoughts, feelings. As in like the passenger is is like backseat driving sort of and making you be more cautious or they are overly cautious. I think they are overly cautious. The cautious. driver is cautious. Yeah. If it's... With, like, a friend, I don't mind. If I'm in, like, a taxi or an Uber, (gasps) Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I want to fear for my life. We're not going fast enough. Yes. Unless we're in danger. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that is kind of... Whenever I'm in an Uber and a taxi and they, like, stop at at a yellow light, I'm, like, okay, well, (laughs) this is a problem. You should have sped up. One star. (laughs) One dollar tip. (laughs) No, it's, like, yeah, or what really does bug me if it's an Uber or someone I'm with, like, if they're they're turning, like, onto it, or, like, they're merging into traffic and there's, like, definitely multiple ins and they're not taking the opportunity like that will kind of piss me off i'm just like go although it can backfire because the last time i was in la (laughs) which at this point is like two years ago because i haven't been on a plane but uh i was in an uber the uber driver it was like you know 
rush hour traffic. We're coming back from the forum. So it was like, a, you know, a long drive. Yes. And yes. he merged and kind of cut someone off. But like when you're merging in rush hour, you're going to cut someone off. Sure. Of course. The car behind us got so mad. They pulled up behind us. We both stopped because it was like traffic. The driver got out of his car no. and slashed our tires. <gasps> and I watched like the minute that man got out of his car, I was like, We're this dead. is it. <laughs> Either I'm going to end up on World Star or I'm going to be dead. And <laughs> oh my God. it was, yeah, it was scary. That is horrifying. That's horrifying. Did you guys get video of it? Like, did you get his license plate? Like, what the? No, I think both me and the driver were like, okay, sorry, <laughs> we have to die together. <laughs> like, we were both so shocked that, I mean, because when the man got out of his car, I was like, oh, shit, he's yeah. going to come, like, and and pull this driver out of his seat. Oh, my God. And no, he just slashed our tires. And then my driver pulled over and was like, sorry, you have to get out, <laughs> which I guess is, is fair. <laughs> But I still, it was like so wild to me. So I do understand the urge to be cautious. Yes, it, it can be important. I will say as someone, as someone who um, tends to be a little car sick kid, when you have an overly cautious driver who is like the brakes, on the brakes no, constantly. The, the, yeah. I am like, I'm about to puke 30 yeah, seconds into the drive. And so no. that I'm like, I, I feel less ill when someone's like speeding around and being a little bit loose, fast and loose. Jerky. Then the right. just just pumping the brakes constantly. Like I'm just like, ugh. So Yeah. My my dad also is starting to get that like, I don't know what happens to men. Like the older <laughs> you age, it's like old man syndrome where suddenly I'm like, why are we going fifteen miles under the speed limit? There's no <laughs> reason we should be going this slow. He's like, everything's speeding by around us. <laughs> I gotta make it yeah. slow down. Time is an illusion. <laughs> it is so true. What is that? Why is it when I you don't get know. older you slow down? I don't in know. The my car. dad's just getting more and more reckless oh really uh, no but my dad's that, always been a bit of a like speed demon car guy uh -huh. like when he like he he was convinced that he could drive in the uk like you know on, on the other side of the road you know he was just like i got this let's do yeah, it and it was so scary beast. it was yeah. so scary that's a whole yeah. different world that is a whole different world anyway well one last one so give us give us one last quick one and then we'll wrap up let me give you one last one okay People who talk slash use their phones in movie theaters. Let's focus on talking in movie theaters. I feel like in general, most people don't love that. But what about people who are using phones in movie theaters? Oh, fuck no. Fuck you. I don't want to see your glow. Like, in right. the, no. No. I don't. Yeah, I really don't get it. You have the second the movie begins, you are on high alert. You you get no, there's no strike policy on this one. Agree. Uh, yeah. It's like what, I don't know, you're holding a fucking flashlight in your hand that yeah. is fully illuminating <laughs> your entire face and, and body. You're not like, every time someone tries to be kind of like, you know, sly about it, it's like, no, we can all see you. We're in the dark. Now, just what, like, just walk out. The I, only time I, I will do it is like, I'll, sure, I'll like put it under my shirt real quick to check to see if the babysitter is text. Whatever. Yeah. Like, but then, but I'm not on it. No, but you're not sitting there like, like no! writing a novel or like scrolling through Instagram. How dare right. you? Yeah. No. I. I. I mean, 
God forbid, the, the few people who will sometimes take a call in the movie theater. That's unreal. And that's unreal. Like, and you're like, are you the only person who exists in this world? That's because unreal. That's wild. A boldness that I will never have. I kind of wish I had a little more of that in me, to be honest. Um, but I will. Okay, I have one exception to the rule with phones in movie theaters, and it's just my exception because I do it. <laughs> so oh no! If I am in a, at a matinee movie, kids movie with my daughter, mm. I will then have my phone. When That's there's like fine. a couple people in the thing, I have my phone, I'll have my light fully off, but I'm sitting right. in a cartoon that she's watching and I'll like answer some emails and stuff in the thing. And I'm like, there's like two parents there and we're all just trying to keep our kids entertained. I mean, that yeah, I'll have my sure. phone on. I'm not, yeah. I feel like I'm not bugging. If you're there watching Trolls 3 or whatever. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not bugging. This four-year-old doesn't care if my phone's on. No, They're still stimulated by... No, I wouldn't take a call. No, yeah, I wouldn't take a call. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. That, no, there's no, I can way. get behind that. Yeah. I'm like, this is I'm gonna use some time to, you know, to get some work done in this yeah. situation. Yeah. Right, right. Also, if you're gonna be someone who if you know you're on your phone, just sit in one of the back rows. I feel like then that's more acceptable too. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts then? Okay, final. Making yeah. out in movie theaters. People who are like sit in the back row. Okay. Look, do what you want if you want to do it in the back row. If it's not bothering me, if you're not directly behind me and I can hear your lips fucking smacking. <laughs> yeah, whatever. that is where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah. If you're like silent about it somehow, then I'm okay with it. But if I can hear the like slurping, then or like the, we're going to have the, a problem. The breathing. I'm just like, really? Yeah, it's the sound. I feel the same way. I'd rather someone be like, be discreetly giving someone a handy because I don't have to hear it next to me than yeah. the sound of them kissing. That just sure. feels way more intense. No, and I don't. I, I definitely blame... don't want to see them. Like I don't want to see their shadows. Like yeah. that's gonna really bug me. <laughs> yeah. That's distracting. Sit in the background. I just I blame the like movie theater seats are getting too comfortable, mm -hmm. and so everyone's like, okay, we can just kind of ball out. We can relax, kick our shoes off. <laughs> You literally, know, literally, yeah, literally kick your shoes off. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're still fully in public. So maybe re rein it in. <laughs> no, I do that. How do you guys feel about that? I there I probably wouldn't do it. And I definitely wouldn't do it if anyone was in the front row. Definitely not like in front of me. But I mm -hmm. definitely have like literally taken my shoes off and put my feet up on the chair in front of me. What do you guys think about that? With your bare feet? Like my foot won't be on it, but like my like. It'll be like my ankle will be resting. My bare ankle will be resting on the top of the front chair. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep, I would do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I am recoiling. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't I don't know if I can endorse that. I if I'm if I'm spotting like a bare foot like lifted, <laughs> it's going to distract me. Yeah. Even if yeah. it's very clean, it's more like this foot is just kind of If you have your foot up, and you have a shoe on, I don't care. But the barefoot feels... Yeah. He, at least like a sock or something. <laughs> yeah, but oh, the, I think a sock the, is... 
I don't know. I feel like my my scenario would be uh, flip flops. You're wearing flip flops, and then you like I'm not gonna put my flip flops up on the seat in front of me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna undo my sneakers and then take off my socks and then put my feet up. Like that's psycho Becca shit. Has, that's crazy. Becca has thigh high boots, and she just you know taking I mean, the fishnets that off. That is crazy. But there's just something about even I feel like there is a, a bravery in that. It, like mm. you're exposing your bare foot to like the atmosphere of a movie theater. Mm, it's how true. I feel about eating in the bathroom where I'm like, even if I'm like, if I have a granola bar or something, I have to finish it before I enter the bathroom. Yeah, I do feel that. The air in the bathroom is tainted. And that's how I feel about movie theater. Okay, my very last question that is related. Do you guys take your, but then do you guys take your shoes or socks off on the plane? Like on a long plane ride? If I have socks on, then I might like slip out of the shoe while I'm sitting down. I'll never stand up and walk to the bathroom. Oh no, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's Some crazy Some people talk. fully yeah, walk I'm barefoot. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh Through my the god. I'm like, yeah. this is not your living room, my guy. And I that's definitely wild. won't put my feet up on anything if my shoes are off. Yeah. I'm not going to take my shoes off in the airplane unless the people that I'm, I'm unless I'm with the people I'm sitting next to. Oh, if I'm with you, fair. if I'm with you, my shoes are off, my socks are off. Oh, I've yeah. got it all out. I don't right. care if like because your feet get swollen, right? Like my yeah. feet get swollen. As I wear, fuck. Well, that's why I, I wear take com- my socks. And I shoes wear compression off. socks a lot of times on planes. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> like like a grandma. Uh, my but- one exception is uh, if. And this is only a few times. If I get upgraded to first class or someone else is paying, um, all bets are off. In oh, first class. oh, oh, when the <laughs> money an animal. The seat goes no. all the way down, I am like an animal. Uh, you're like unfolding like pajamas from your backpack. You're just right. like. <laughs> yeah. I've, I never feel more like the floating people in uh, Wally, you know, yes. like the future people who yes. are like literally in their own personal yes. pod. Uh, yes. They just have everything delivered immediately to their face. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is how I feel whenever I'm in first class. I'm oh. like just. Especially yeah. if it's one of those first class that looks like those eggs where I you would, have your own pod. Oh yeah. I walk by those and I'm just like oh Which my God. I feel like those are on like 18 hour flights, which granted I will give someone more of a pass, even though I wouldn't do it like walking around barefoot. At that point, it's like this is your living room. You guys are spending the night yeah. in this fucking We're all in yeah. this bitch together <laughs> and we're doing this thing. Bullet in the sky for 20 hours. <laughs> I've never been on a plane where you get to like change into pajamas. I've seen those where yeah. they where they offer the the pajama change. My and grandma, I'm like, yeah. no, I don't want this weird like airplane mm-hmm. issued pajama mm-hmm. suit. Lufthansa, Lufthansa always does that. Wow, like fancy. that was like that was my grandparents from Switzerland. They would always that was like their the big thing they'd spend money on is they'd get first class when they would go back home to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And I went with them one time and I remember putting my little pajamas on and it was like this and everyone was putting their PJs on and like closing their things. I'm kind of into like, that. That's a vibe. It was a vibe. I was I just like, I was like five and I was like, where's my martini? <laughs> I was on I, the one time I went to the UK for, for a job and they flew me like business class and that was it was an overnight flight so they did we did get pajamas but I was like I'm not putting these on <laughs> I feel ridiculous I refuse <laughs> I'm not gonna go into an airplane bathroom strip down to my underwear <laughs> and then put on 
<laughs> this packaged suit. <laughs> That's the name of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> the pocket. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for joining us. We had so much fun with you. Can you tell tell the people where they can find you and broads? We'll put all this info in the episode notes so you can follow along with Matt. Well, my podcast, Unhappy Hour, comes out every Tuesday. So good. Uh, and so, so which I think is the same day that you both come out. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we have a, we have a, a big Tuesday day. We, we love can it. Listen, double feature. As soon as you all are finished with this episode, go listen to Matt's newest episode. Yeah, it's a lot of come fun. On. And then um, uh, Matt Bellisai on Twitter, Instagram. Um, Facebook, I guess. Bell ass <laughs> AI is how I lovingly Bell put it. Bell ass AI, love it. <laughs> and then eventually, I'm going to start doing uh, stand up shows and going yeah. around again. Yes. So follow to find out and and stay tuned. Amazing. Love it. Thank you so much, Matt. We so appreciate you. you, Broads. Hope you enjoyed our complaining, and we'll chat soon. Chat soon. <laughs>